You will join us. Welcome back. Hey, welcome. Uh, happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day to you. Who's your Hulab Valentine? Uh, you know as well as I do that my Hulab Valentine is Ali Fedotowski. God, does she still have Zika? I really, I don't know who she is actually. So. <laughs> but, okay. Who is your Who is your Hulabity Valentine? Well, my Hulab Valentine is somebody named Nina Dobrev. Do you know who she is? No. She has been everywhere recently. Uh, has she? People have been like, who the hell is Nina Dobrev to me for weeks now? And I'm just like, yo, listen to the podcast. I'm not I've been asking you. that question for years. But... You know who she is, though? I actually don't. She is the star of the CW show, The Vampire Diaries. Oh, okay. Yeah, I knew that. But, like, I don't even know what that show is. Like, I know what that show is, but I was like, I don't watch, watch the that. show. I that don't. That seems like a very, like, Lindsay show to watch. I can't... That show is on for 11 seasons. Like, even if I did watch it at some point, there's no way that I'm still watching it. Mm. Okay, but let's just keep going. I'm on. very busy. I watching. feel like it's very. I feel like it's very much like your type of. Show. I'm very. I'm very busy watching. You're still watching Grey's Anatomy. Okay, I was just gonna say I'm very busy <laughs> watching Grey's Anatomy, which was extremely good this week and full of not who's, full of a lot of them's. That, okay, so who is Nina Dobrev? She's on the Vampire. She's Diaries? on the Vampire Diaries, and she like people kept asking who she was to us because she was on um, lip sync, uh, lip sync battles. Oh right, I watched that. I watched that clip. Lip sync battles is really funny because it's like your their booking is really weird. Like they'll have like the ultimate A list and then they'll have like the ultimate F list. So it's like one week you're like, oh, Angelina Jolie, like doing, you know, like the Cupid Shuffle. And then the next week you're like Nina Dobrev doing Lady Marmalade or like whatever. You know? Well, she did. She did cheerleader and it was bad. And so everyone made fun of her because they were like, what is who is Nina? Like, who is this? And why isn't she good at this? And then Tim Tebow did. Uh, like Eye of the Tiger and did a lot yeah. of acting. Like he did a lot of choreography. And so his was somehow more complicated than Nina Dobrev's. Honestly, like it, it's just, it's very inconsistent. Like one week you have like Beyonce coming out and the next week Nina Dobrev does a bad cheerleader. One week Beyonce, one week Josh Gad and Kaylee Cuoco. <laughs> that was a good matchup. I mean. I'd argue they're the same famous, which is kind of fun. Kaylee Cuoco is more successful though. He was in Frozen. He played a snowman. People like <laughs> Kaylee Cuoco looks like Kaylee Cuoco in Big Bang Theory. I love that I've gotten you somehow defending Kaylee Cuoco. Did you ever think you'd be here? <laughs> no. I hate her. Um, and then to top it all off, uh, Lip Sync Battle is the ultimate Who show because it's hosted by Chrissy Teigen. Oh, number one Who of my life. She will always be a Who. We did. We did kind of, you know, proclaim that she is of them now she transitioned Ugh, i know it's like kind of a bummer though to me like i want her to go back to being a who but i know she's like very much like in the world of them and you know more power to her her cookbook comes out next monday so eight days you, from now are you getting it in the mail immediately mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you pre-ordered it pre-ordered it wow yep. um so yeah we don't need to like continue on nina dobrev but basically why like she's a thing is because not only was she on vampire diaries she dated her Vampire Diary vampire co-star um, Ian Somerhalder, who you might recognize from Lost oh. and Lost and Rules of Attraction. Rules of Attraction, and, yeah. yeah, that's it. So she dated him. He's a wacko, you know. Have you ever seen his website? He's like really into the environment, but like crazy, like Leonardo DiCaprio gone crazy. And his website's beautiful. Like he like spent a lot of money on like a very good Squarespace, and but it's like a very- about like. There's like very really good photography crazy. of him on it. I wanted to talk about the relationship web that has connected to Nina Dobrev. So she at one point dated Ian Somerhalder, which Lindsay just said. But then Ian Somerhalder continues because 
he has dated nothing but who's in recent history or perhaps his whole life. Wow. He dated Maggie Grace, who played his stepsister on Lost, if you'll recall. I think they both died. They ended up like both dying and getting off the show, right? Wow, please don't spoil Lost on this show. Or, I mean, I guess they were all dead anyway, but I mean, maybe I didn't interpret that correctly, but he dated Maggie Grace. Then he broke up with Maggie Grace and then started dating Nina Dobrev. Then they broke up. And then he started dating Nikki Reed, who's also a who, who looks a lot like Nina Dobrev. So Ian, if Ian is in Vampire Diaries, who's the other one you said? Yeah, she, Nikki, Nikki was Reed. in Twilight. Yeah, he so only dated like, vampires. They're all, they're all part of like the supernatural realm. So like they're only dating who's within the supernatural teen show realm. Yes. And also Maggie Grace in Lost is sort of dead. So he's only dated people who play dead people. This is, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of, I mean, it's a lot. Anyway. So Maggie Grace left Ian Somerhalder and then went on to date um, this guy named Blake McCoskey. Do you know who he is? No. He is the founder of Tom's Shoes. And so, number one, it's a problem because his name is not Tom. That's fucked up. Number two, he's a billionaire, I think, now. Um, or at least, like, a several hundred millionaire. Yeah. So he dated her for a while. And then he broke up. They were engaged. Her. And mm-hmm. then he broke up with her. She started dating this guy, Matthew Cook, who's also a who. Like, he has a very, very tiny, you know, 100-word Wikipedia page. <laughs> You should have stayed with not Tom. But it didn't work out. So now she's single, looking for another who. Um, there's a great um, in the Parent Herald. Do you read the Parent Herald? I don't. But there's a it's a great headline: Ian Somer Halder, Nikki Reed divorce, The Vampire Diaries actor stalling pregnancy for Nina Dobrev. But like, of course <laughs> not. But the lead is Ian Somer Halder is allegedly stalling his and Nikki Reed's plans to start their own family after seeing his ex girlfriend Nina Dobrev perform a sultry dance on Lip Sync Battle. Okay, parent Gerald. <laughs> First of all, relax. Second of all, nobody saw anyone in the lip sync battle and stalled their pregnancy because they were too sexy. Let's get that out there. Also, third of all, I'm looking at photos of Nikki Reed right now. She looks like um, she looks like Channing Tatum's who wife, uh, Jenna Dewan yeah. Tatum. They look kind of the same. You know, all they these women are sisters. just you know, they're all. What what are they? Who's what are the what are all the women? Brunette who's vi- like that vaguely resemble each other. It's hard for it's hard for a normal person to keep track. Let's be real. Mm-hmm. Um. So let's move on. Lindsay, you could <laughs> if you know any of these people, you can stop me. But I just want to see. Do you know who Tom Dumont is? No. Tony Canal. Yeah, I do know who that is. What about Adrian Young? No clue. What about Davey Havoc? Definitely do not know who that is. Well, who is Tony Canal since you knew who he is? He's the he's the guy who Gwen Stefani wrote all the songs about. He's the Dave Coulier to Gwen Stefani's Alanis Morissette. Oh, he's kind of always knew I'd end up your ex-girlfriend. Yes. Oh, okay. Like she, yeah. they were together, then they broke up, and then she had to stay in a band with him for a thousand years. Well, anyway, I knew who they were because I looked them up. <laughs> but now that I, I didn't put the pieces together that he's the ex that she always wrote about yeah. anyway yeah that's a nightmare working with him for so long. so long anyway they don't work together anymore they all toured together as no doubt as the no doubt we've known for you know almost 30 years at this point mm-hmm. i think no doubt was formed in 87 very popular band very popular band gwen is now very much a them like suddenly thrust into the a-list again now thanks to the voice and her whirlwind romance with blake shelton it's still going on this is bobby's favorite couple by the way we can't really talk about them because they're not who's but bobby's obsessed with them Uh, well i okay let's we don't have to go that far anyway 
So this is such a weird story. So since no doubt no longer has the story. Um, no longer has the pleasure of having Gwen Stefani in their band because she's so busy and she's about to release another solo album. Um, they're just going to tour with someone else. No, that's the thing. It's like, <laughs> they're going to start, well, they're going to start a new band that doesn't have a name yet. They've already recorded an album. Well, as I don't a new think, band. I don't think they have another Gwen Stefani. I think it's just them. Oh, no, they no, brought no, no. it. That's what I asked you. That's why I asked Davey you. Davey Havoc who is not Davey in no Havoc doubt. Is. I don't who is a who from the band AFI that they brought in to replace Gwen. So they've replaced Gwen with this man who from AFI, they recorded an album, but they do not have a name. They do not have an agent and they do not have like a record producer. They just have this like MP3 of an album. What was really like LOL about this entire like news, which was us weekly was like, no doubt is planning a super group. Okay, so like to have a super group, you need to have at least one super person that I've ever heard of. Like you need to have like, like a super group is like, you know, one member from this band and one member from this band and one member from this band. And like, I don't know, like, and somebody and Nina Dobrev, like coming together and like having a band, like, no doubt without Gwen Stefani is not a super group. It's actually like less than a, it's like a less than a group. Well, their logic was that if you put at least four who's together, you can create one them. But as we know, no. based on the story that we just heard about, we all, like if Maggie Grace, Nikki Reed, Ian Somerhalder, and Nina Dobrev walked into a room, you wouldn't suddenly know who they are. No, like it's not like Captain Planet. Like when their powers combine, they don't get like a them. Okay. Like it's not Captain like you Planet. can just do that. It's not like Captain Planet. But what, what, that is how Captain Planet works. Whatever. If you knew anything about Captain Planet, you would know that that was a good analogy. Do you remember the names of Captain Planet? Fire, heart, earth, <laughs> wind, water, heart. The people, the, the, like their actual names. They didn't have actual powers. names. They didn't have actual I names. I swear to God, they had names. What, you think, what, what was Captain Planet's real name? So Captain Planet, wait, if so you're saying Captain Planet's Gwen Stefani. Yes, they need, but the thing is, is that these, they're going to try and combine their powers, but Captain Planet, meaning Gwen Stefani, is never going to show up and be like, oh, okay, here you go. Like, this analogy doesn't work. It, or It's perfect. I don't know what you're talking about. They all have um, magic rings and they put them together and they make Captain Planet. These, no doubt, who's and the AFI guy are going to well, try put, and put their, rings, put together. their rings together, but Gwen Stefani doesn't show up. Yeah, so sorry, you can't save the earth now. It works perfectly. I don't know what you're talking about. It's so rude to me. How dare you? So this next story is, I mean, she's based on success and like output level. This woman is not really a who, and you were familiar with a lot of the fruits of her labor. But I would have to tell you them. Right. I mean, she also just kind of looks like a who, if you know what I mean. I don't know. Um, she's like weird hair she does this all this stuff to her hair to make her hair like crazy but i still don't know who she is she kind of looks like like she's too old to have that hair and i would never say that but it's almost like it's like you can tell that's like she's not really into the hair anymore but keeps doing it like the dying keeps doing it because it's her thing but the thing is it's not really her thing because no one knows who she is right anyway so her name is bonnie mckay mckee exactly so this is (laughs) bonnie mckee she is Katy perry's best friend and so the reason this story is interesting, it's kind of a whole, this particular category of who-dum. Can I just say, Bonnie McKee wrote Last Friday Night, Teenage Dream, California Girls, TGIF, Wide Awake, Roar. She wrote, she's like, she's prolific in terms yeah, of songwriting. she's very prolific. She's responsible for like monster hits of the past 10 years. Mm-hmm. Great addition to the pop music landscape 
but I don't know who she is. Couldn't even place her face. Anyway, since she is known as being Katy Perry's, one of her closest friends, and since Katy Perry doesn't really do many interviews and like people aren't talking to Katy Perry much, I mean, she's too famous. The only way we can get information about this A-list romance or alleged romance between Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom, which is disgusting and we shouldn't talk about, number one, because it's disgusting, and number two, because they are not who's... Can I ask a quick question, though? Orlando Bloom, like, he's kind of maybe a them who might turn into a who again. Let's be real. How far is Orlando Bloom from turning back into a who? Like, what was the last thing he did? I don't know. But he's still, like, around, and those movies were so popular that it's... I think it would be really hard for him to downgrade unless... I'm just saying the last thing he actually did was that Justin Bieber altercation with, like, Miranda Kerr. I just want to say that. And that is some who behavior. Also, it's hard to be a who when you are in one of the best celebrity photographs of the past. Oh, God, that photo. Are we talking about the same photo? What other photo is there? On the curb? Yes. (laughs) That's from the altercation. (laughs) Describe the photo. That wasn't the same night, was it? I think it was. Well, anyway, the photo is... It's Selena Gomez looking really tired and exhausted and, you know, really upset. Like she's just finished crying or is about to start crying. And she's sitting on this like shitty curb and Orlando is in the process of sitting down next to her, but he's looking right at the camera and like holding a cigarette. And it's like, he's (laughs) going to comfort her, but it's like, what is this relationship? Why is Orlando Bloom always connected with these strange, famous women? Yeah. I think he's just like a star fucker right now. I mean, I know he's also a star, but I think he is a star fucker. He got a lot of momentum with Lord of the Rings, and I, I think it's going to be really hard to lose that. I mean, he As just... long as he keeps showing up, because he showed up to... That's how this whole thing got started, because they ran into each other at a Golden Globes party. A tipster named Kelly sent me a great Daily Mail article this morning that was like, uh, Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom making out in an Adele concert, but like next to them is like Tom Hanks and Robbie Williams, like enjoying the concert. So it kept being like, as Tom Hanks like grooved and like moved, Katy and Orlando like made out. And it was just like they made out the entire concert. Well, anyway, they're not talking about their relationship, but they're continuously like photographed together. So the only way to get news about these A listers is to go to the Who, and that is Bonnie McKee. So someone asked her if. Which is such a weird way of phrasing this. Like, they didn't even ask, are Katie and Orlando dating? They asked, is Orlando Bloom an upgrade from John Mayer, who is Katy Perry's ex? Mm-hmm. On again, off again. And mm-hmm. she said, I would say so, but you didn't hear that from me. And then giggled. It's such a great who interaction. Like, we don't even know who you are, so we have to ask you about your famous friends. Well, there's, like, you know, a lot of these, like, celebrity friend as who's. Like, you had, you know, you mentioned Malika Khadija, who we who we talked about last week briefly, but like mm-hmm. the Kardashian friends, the friend network that mm-hmm. talk about them, you know, to the press. There's, I'm trying to think of other kind of, oh, you know who's a fam- celebrity who from like way back? Remember Jessica, um, uh, Jessica, fuck. Jessica? Je- the singer. <laughs> Jesse J. No. Oh my God. No. <laughs> Jess, I want to love you forever, Jessica Simpson. Jessica, oh, Jessica Simpson's Simpson. best friend, like Kaylee something. She was like a celebrity best friend. She ended up I marrying She ended up marrying the guy from Scrubs. Uh like they married each other. Then she Zach became Graff? No, the other guy. <laughs> the other guy. Wait, the other guy? Donald yeah. Faison? Yes. She married Donald Faison and now they're like together. So she even became more famous kind of than like Jessica Simpson for a second. They're still married? Yeah. Her name was like Kaylee. So she transitioned from who to them adjacent 
spouse. Or just them, them because she got... Mm, I don't know her name. So. Oh, her name is Casey Cobb. She was like a big deal in the like reality show, the Jessica Simpson reality show. Okay, Casey, I'll take your word for it. Casey I didn't... Cobb. But her name, Casey, is spelled C-A-C-E-E. So really, we should just stop talking about her because that's embarrassing for her. I, do you know who that is authentically? So this had been rumored, but like confirmed this week. And this is great. So Aubrey O'Day is dating Polly D. Can you name any of the things that they've been involved with? <laughs> name their things. Her thing is uh, not Fifth Harmony, the other one. What? The one that Dawn was in. The fucking forefather of Fifth Harmony. Danity Kane. Yes. She's Danity Kane and he's Jersey Shore. And I think it's a really good pairing. Well, it's great because Danity Kane was created by Diddy and they had a mm-hmm. reality show. And he's from Jersey Shore, another reality show. And so it's almost like after going to so many reality show events together, like after being at the same reality show based parties and clubs for years. And they were both on they were both MTV reality shows too. This is very like a bachelor universe esque, you know, like you just hang out with these people for so long, you're like, oh fine. It's like I guess Paulie D will do. Right. But Paulie D DJs a lot. Paulie D makes a <laughs> living doing his work. I mean, they could both do you know so much saying? worse is what I think we're agreeing on. What does Aubrey do? She like had a single. She like is around. She like spoke out against the against Diddy for a while. She's the only recognizable name from Danny Kane. Don Richard. Everyone oh knows no, that. you're right. Oh, Don Richard's way better. Don Richard's way better, and Don Richard has like a like pretty like popping off solo career. I mean, if like you and our friends like count as like her fans, but yeah, <laughs> totally. Although we did go, were you there when we went to Don Richard's show, and it was the one of the worst shows? No, I've ever I been did. To. I purposely was like, I am not going to Don Richard's. Don show. shows up like an hour and a half late. Everyone's just like, it's all these like angry gay people. Like, where's Don? <laughs> where's Don? <laughs> and then she showed up, and it was bad. <laughs> where's imagine like yelling where's dawn for no, like an that, hour honestly that's what it was that sounds really great um but i mean i feel like we should move on to the next item on the agenda okay so the next item um could be i mean it could very easily be a recurring feature in who weekly i don't know <sighs> i hope this it show, is i hope this it show is. may be the death of me it is so hard for me to watch this show um and it's called hollywood medium it oh, is I love it. Eve's new, I'm going to go ahead and assume it's a hit. I haven't checked any ratings, but this is like well-made reality television with the perfect level of celebrities and who's being approached by this crazy 19-year-old boy named Tyler something. It doesn't matter. Henry. Tyler Henry. He has two first names. He has two first names and he his whole narrative it's so stupid. I don't believe any of it. So he says that he grew up in a small town and um is a medium. It's like a visual medium. So he like sees things. The show is just a wild premise. Like it's like this teenage, this 19 or 20 year old, 19, I think he's 19, 20. He's 20 now. He can't well he can't drink. That like keeps coming up that he can't drink. He's 20 drink. now and he's a Hollywood medium because basically like his he gets set up with these like f-list celebrities like go to their house and like talk to them and it's like hilarious because his whole like thing is that he keeps repeating like he's like i don't know who these people are yeah because he says that he says he grew up in a small town and because he grew up in a small town he doesn't know bitch like do you google like you could find out a liar he's a liar and so he's like i don't know who this is and so he's always almost shading these people because i he (laughs) went to it's really good shade accidental shade 
So he goes and interviews Nene Leakes and is like, oh, I actually I actually recognize this one, like after Jamie Presley. I know. They, they always make a huge deal about who he recognizes and who he doesn't. And they're doing it for the purpose of like, because the whole point, point is that because he's a medium, he shouldn't know who these people are and it should be real. He's but if you look at it from like a celebrity perspective, all he does is he's like saying who he knows and who he doesn't know. And it's actually hilarious. If you just like cut all those parts together, actually, it'd be really funny. He, everything that he finds out about these people is very easily Googleable. So like Nene Leakes, he found out that his mo- her mother died of some sort of kidney problem. The list of people on the list on like Bella the list Thorne. of people that he's on is like like listen to this like season of who's Nene Leakes, Amber Rose, Margaret Cho, Michael Sam, Bella Thorne, Boy George, Snooky, Ross Matthews, <laughs> like. Some of those people, yes, like I can tell you who they are, but like who the fuck is Michael <laughs> Sam and who the fuck is Ross Matthews? Okay, you know. I don't know who Ross Matthews is. Don't make me are. know. Ross Matthews is the horrible E host. Like Bella Thorne. Bella Thorne is like a huge who. Like it's almost like Bella that Thorne was is there one for of us. the biggest who's. Bella Thorne is also trying so hard to become a them, and she's young. I think she will become one, but she hasn't gotten her like big role yet. Yeah. But anyway, so he just goes to them and he's like, I don't know who you are, um, but I feel like your like, dead dad is next to me right now. And then they start crying. He literally does the thing, the John Edwards thing, where he's like, I sense it's like an F. Is it begin- What begins with an F? When he was talking to Jamie Presley, who was, I guess, I mean, she was on a, she was on My Name is Earl for so long. Maybe she's not a who, but I think she's a who. I think she's a, she's a who. So Jamie Presley, apparently her best friend years ago was Brittany Murphy. And he pretends he doesn't know this. And he's like, oh, there's like a woman. He's like, there's a woman showing up. There's this woman showing up. And Jamie's just like, whatever. And he's like, B, B, B. There's a B. It's a B. How dare he bring back Britney Murphy? And he's like, it's a B, B, B. And he's like, I'm thinking Britney Spears. Britney Spears? And then Jamie Presley's like, oh my God, it's Britney Murphy. And then he's like, I don't know who that is. I know. He always makes such a point to be like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> it's like if you and I were in a reality show and it was all about how we didn't know who anyone was. This is like, this would be like half the show. I don't know who that is. It's this, and then he brought up this horrible memory of Britney, Britney Murphy and how Britney Murphy was probably killed by her creepy, shady ex-husband or, I mean, dead husband. She suddenly dies and then he suddenly dies due to the same strange, vaguely natural causes. So then Jamie Presley is crying about that. And then he's like, oh, don't, I don't know her. And then gets back into the van <laughs> with her. his mom. And then his mom drives into another celebrity's house. I love it. He brings back Britney Murphy from the dead. He's like, I don't know her. And they're like, kid gets in the car. <laughs> All these things in the same way. So every every form This is of... the worst show and you should definitely not watch it. Even if we talk about it. I'm not recommending that you watch this show. Well, I'm just upset that it's like Ross Matt. Well, well, because it's on E, they're just going to find, if they run out of people, if they can't even like. It's going to be like, look who it is. Like uh, Juliana, Juliana Rancic. Rancic. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh, we went to Juliana Rancic's house and, like, her dead cousin showed up. Oh, my God. Is that Bob Rancic? Oh, my God. It's Brittany Murphy again. He's just going to keep recalling Brittany Yo, Murphy. Yo, Brittany Murphy cannot come back. This is – she. he disturbed her once and he will not disturb her Let me again. Let tell you something. If there is a dead who with, like, an angry ghost, it is Brittany Murphy's oh, who. Like, that so is an angry. angry, upset spirit. She is so – she could have been a them. She almost she, was a them. She, she probably she was, was a them. Basically a them. Yeah. She has one of the most, you know, popular lines and popular one-liners in, in movie history. What is that? You know, the, the I'll never tell that, right? What? Oh, <laughs> I thought you were going to go for Clueless, but you really, yeah, no. You know, yeah. 
that's really famous. She also or, had that famous line about how she kept chicken under her bed and a girl interrupted. Okay. Well, that's not a famous line. That's a very... Come, how that's you, a famous scene. That's, that's a, a famous very scene. famous line where she has the chicken under the bed. Oh, but then she kills herself in that movie. And then that's she's like, sad. chicken under the bed? <laughs> I have it. I forget the line, what's, but like... <laughs> what's the song that keep that's like on repeat oh, as she's dead? The song about like, it's the end of the world. Yes. It's, it's like, like, it ended when you said goodbye. I'm sorry. I'm looking up the chicken line. So should we find out what Rita is up to? Hey, what's Rita up to? I don't know. What is Rita up to? Honestly, the only thing Rita up to is up to this week is getting read so fucking deeply by <laughs> Wendy Williams. This week. Wendy Williams read Rita like well, this I've was never last week, seen. To be fair, whatever. But we were great. busy last week. I don't care. Whatever happened. Wendy Williams read Rita, Rita to Orta. hell, and not not even back, just like deeper into hell. <laughs> like literally, like she read her so hard that it felt so like Wendy's listening to this podcast. Like Wendy, if you're out there and you're listening, like thank you so much. Like she read her so hard, it was unbelievable. Bobby, you have to play it. Play it. Easy's former protege Rita Ora, who I still have no idea who this woman is. <laughs> I mean, I think of her as a British socialite, like a beautiful girl who walks the red carpet for no reason. You know, they're like, what projects are you promoting? She's like, no, I'm just here. I, do you know who that is authentically? Clap if you know who that is authentically. All eight of you. And I'm talking about knowing her past the red carpet. And she changes her look a lot. So sometimes you have to squint to say, is that Rita Ora? Anyway, um, they're battling in court. Well, in December, Rita sued Jay-Z's record label, Rock Nation, claiming that uh, they, orf- they orphaned her. That's not a word people use a lot anymore, do they? Orphan. It's so sad. That's when you don't have a mom or a dad. <laughs> you know, our dog, Shaquille, is here today. Please don't clap too loud. He's probably back there doing the most at this point. Anyway, but he's an orphan. That's such a sad word. Anyway, okay, so Rita feels like she's an orphan. And she wants out of her Rock Nation contract. Now, Jay-Z is suing her uh, back because he's claiming that Rock Nation spent over $2 million promoting her career. And she's only released one album. She owes them five albums. I mean, maybe I know a song if I hear it, but I just don't know the name. I only know her for being a socialite. And and I said to Hot Topics, well, it sounds like Jay-Z's got a case. And then they said, whoa, whoa, whoa. She's the face of, and then they run down this list. They're like, okay, first of all, she was in Fifty Shades of Grey, which I saw recognized her immediately, but if you blinked, you would have missed it. She performed at last year's Oscars. Yeah. See? Different person, right? She's a a Calvin Klein girl. That's Versace, though, so maybe they fired her for that. You know what I mean? You know, this is not Calvin. that's, That's a good one, Rita. But still, doesn't she look like a different person there than she did in the first... You know, when people don't know you, you have to stick with one look so that once they get to know you, then you change up your wigs and weave and whatnot. Anyway, she was the face of Madonna's Material Girl uh, clothing line. 
She was a face of DKNY. She was a face of Roberto Cavalli and a face of Adidas. So all of a sudden, I'm thinking the winner is going to be Jay-Z. Because without her doing all this, even though we don't know the music, but we know the face of, maybe he does owe her $2 million. Um, but then what else? She's actually up to other things um, in addition to being read by Shocking. Wendy. Shocking. Um, one of them is, which is, su- it's such, oh my God, it's such a good Rita story. So Rita is currently like not on, she she hosted the X Factor in the UK for a little bit. Like that's kind of how she stayed famous without releasing music, which is a whole complicated thing. And maybe she didn't release music because Rock Nation like wouldn't let her, but whatever, we don't have to get into that. Basically, she wants to encourage a bidding war between the X Factor and the voice. Hell yeah, Rita. The headline in the sun is uh, singers openly encouraging a bidding war between the rival talent shows. No, read the actual, Bobby, read the actual headline. Rita Sparks tug of horror. W-O-R-A. Rita Sparks tug of war between X Factor and The Voice. Okay. Thank you. So what's happening is she 100% made this up. They don't want her to host it. They have no interest. They don't know who she is. But she says, I hope they keep fighting over me. I don't mind that at all. I don't know what is going on, but I like it. So she's just making things up. This is X Factor and Voice UK. Let's be clear. Rita exists in a different world here. Rita is not in play for any <laughs> X Factor or The Voice America. This is UK. Can you ima- like can you imagine all of the buildings that Christina Aguilera would set on fire if Rita Ora got a job on The Voice? I mean, I, she's already pissed about Gwen Stefani like <laughs> taking the spotlight by dating fucking Blake. Like Christina's like, why didn't I think of that? You know, I'm, I'm surprised that Christina Aguilera has not killed someone. I mean, she has killed someone. We just don't know about it. I mean, she's getting close to killing Gwen Stefani. Tyler Henry is going to come bring back re- the victim of Christina Aguilera's murder from the dead on the it's next like, episode. Re, 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 re. It's an R word. It's a, uh, it's R, 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 R. And then they're like, Rihanna? And they're like, no, Rita. I think Rita Ora. And they're like, who? I don't know. I don't know Rita Ora. I don't know who that is. And he's like, I've never met her. I have no idea who Rita Ora is. But her ghost is here. And her ghost is like saying that there's a bidding war between heaven and hell. No matter where Rita like, Ora goes, there's a bidding war. The the Who Weekly Instagram plug plug has been following a lot of Rita Ora fan accounts, and let me tell you, <laughs> Rita Ora has been in Dubai promoting some Adidas line, wearing a fucking kimono, and it's been very offensive. Well, the thing is, the thing is, it's almost like it's almost like cultural appropriation is only defensible when it's Rita Ora because she's such a blank slate. She's such an empty canvas. Because like she could be Asian? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm just saying she needs to appropriate something to give her some sort of identity. Her whole career is appropriation, I guess. She's just nothing. She's just... These other two links are like LOL. Like there's always a link in here about how Rita Ora wore something. Anytime Anytime you Google Rita Ora and then click on the news tab, it's like Rita Ora wears like a stunning cape to like a Wendy's. Daily Mail's obsessed with what she wears. Like, it is true. It's mostly their beat, to be fair. Like, they're mm-hmm. always the one being like, Rita Ora, like, wore a bra. <laughs> like, in general. Rita Ora wore a lace bra. Rita Ora wore a camo bra. <laughs> and then the last one is the follow-up. I don't even know what this website is, Bobby. You can, what is this website we're trusting to, like, give us news? Allen? Allen. Allen. I think it's Allen. Like, Allen. What is this website? Anyways, Allen is saying 
that Rita Ora is under fire still from Jay-Z and Rihanna. The poison singer is in trouble. The poison singer. It's <laughs> actually, I don't mean to like, you know, I mean, I feel like this is how every episode ends. We kind of end up becoming like Rita Ora apologists and like we defend her. It's great. But no, it's so my... good. Like somebody tweeted that it's like we're the podcast that doesn't, that knows exactly who Rita Ora is, but keeps saying we don't. <laughs> I mean, it's true. So my coworker, um, uh, Julianne Shepard, has gotten all the documents for the court case against Redora. Nice. And she's been she's been reading them. And she was like, I've been reading them slowly over the course of nine days because I keep falling asleep reading them. <laughs> but she she said that there's a part in it that's like Rita literally could not release music. And she's like, anytime she did release music, like these singles, she's had to self-fund. She's had to pay for them herself because the record label won't help her out. God, no wonder so she's she in is, Dubai wearing she bras. She is actually trying to do stuff, but the Rock Nation stuff, they're, they are screwing her. That's the way that it appears. They're screwing her. I mean, her. this is like a Kesha situation, but no one cares about Rita Ora, so like she can't be freed. Kesha's going to come back soon, right? Allegedly. Yeah, well, you know, allegedly. Oh my god, this is the saddest ending to the segment <laughs> ever. We're very sad. Um, I hope Rita Ora has the power to release music that no one cares about. Truly, I really do. I want her to come out with music and I want it to be ignored, but I want it to get a fair chance at being ignored. Um, I want to just give a shout out to the um, World Health Organization podcast that is also called The Who Podcast. Um, one of our listeners tweeted that like she and <laughs> some guy that she knew were like, like, you listen to the Who podcast? You listen to the Who podcast? She was listening to our podcast, and he was listening to the actual World Health Organization podcast. What is the World Health Like, are they just talking about Zika? I don't know. I feel like I got to tune into this podcast. I haven't had a chance to listen, but to be fair, I got to know about Zika. What if Rita Ora gets Zika? Then there's crossover. I mean, I just feel like us talking about Zika as a Who is definite crossover. I, if the Who podcast wants to have us on to talk about Zika, feel free. We're free. Give us a call. <laughs> See you next week. Bye. You were very nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They want to know. Hey. Neil. Hey. Neil. Hey. Hey. Come on. Hey. I want to be famous. Are you getting it in the mail immediately? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You pre-ordered it. Pre-ordered it. Wow. Yep.